0: Manasseh was 12 years old when he became king, and he reigned in Jerusalem 55 years. He did evil in the eyes of the Lord, following the detestable practices of the nations the Lord had driven out before the Israelites. He rebuilt the high places his father Hezekiah had demolished. He also erected altars to the Baals and made Asherah poles. He bowed down to all the starry hosts and worshiped them. He built altars in the temple of the Lord of which the Lord had said, my name will remain in Jerusalem forever. In both courts of the temple of the Lord, he built altars to all the starry hosts. He sacrificed his children in the fire in the valley of Ben-Hinnom. He practiced divination and witchcraft. He sought omens, consulted mediums and spiritists. He did much evil in the eyes of the Lord, arousing his anger. He took the image he had made and he put it in God's temple of which God had said to David and to his son Solomon in this temple and in Jerusalem, which I have chosen out of all the tribes of Israel, I will put my name forever. I will not again make the feet of the Israelites leave the land I assigned to your ancestors, if only they will be careful to do everything I commanded them concerning all the laws, decrees and regulations given through Moses. But Manasseh led Judah and the people of Jerusalem astray so that they did more evil than the nations of the Lord, than the nations that the Lord had destroyed before the Israelites. And the Lord spoke to Manasseh and his people, but they paid no attention. So the Lord brought against them the army commanders of the king of Assyria who took Manasseh prisoner, put a hook in his nose and bound him with bronze shackles and took him to Babylon. In his distress, he sought the favor of the Lord, his God. And humbled himself greatly before the God of his ancestors. And when he prayed to him the Lord was moved by his entreaty and listened to his plea, so he brought him back to Jerusalem and to his kingdom, and then Manasseh knew that the Lord is God. Afterward he rebuilt the altar wall of the the outer wall of the city of David, west of Gihon, the spring in the valley, as far as the entrance of the fish gate, encircling the hill of Ophel. He also made it much higher. He stationed military commanders in all the fortified cities in Judah. He got rid of the foreign gods and removed the image from the temple of the Lord, as well as all the altars he had built on the temple hill and in Jerusalem. He threw them out of the city. Then he restored the altar of the Lord and sacrificed fellowship offerings and thank offerings on it and told Judah to serve the Lord, the God of Israel. The people, however, continued to sacrifice at high places but only to the Lord, their God. The other events of Manasseh's reign, including his prayer to his God and the words the seer spoke to him in the name of the Lord, the God of Israel, are written in the annals of the kings of Israel. His prayer and how God was moved by his entreaty, as well as all his sins and unfaithfulness and the sites where he built high places and set up Asherah poles and idols before he humbled himself. All of these are written in the records of the seer's. Manasseh rested with his ancestors and was buried in his palace, and Ammon, his son, succeeded him as king. Ammon was 22 years old when he became king, and he reigned in Jerusalem for two years. He did evil in the eyes of the Lord, as his father Manasseh had done. Ammon worshipped and offered sacrifices to all the idols Manasseh had made. But unlike his father Manasseh, he did not humble himself before the Lord. Ammon increased his guilt. And Ammon's officials conspired against him and assassinated him in his palace. Then the people of the land killed all who plotted against King Ammon, and they made Josiah, his son, king in his place. Chapter 34. Josiah was eight years old when he became king, and he reigned in Jerusalem 31 years. He did what was right in the eyes of the Lord and followed the ways of his father David, not turning aside to the right or to the left. In the eighth year of his reign, while he was still young, he began to seek the God of his father, David. In his twelfth year, he began to purge Judah and Jerusalem of high places, Asherah poles and idols. Under his direction, the altars of the balls were torn down. He cut to pieces the incense altars that were above them and smashed the Asherah poles and the idols. These he broke to pieces and scattered over the graves of those who sacrificed to them. He burned the bones of the priests on their altars, and so he purged Judah and Jerusalem. In the towns of Manasseh, Ephraim, Simeon, as far as Naphtali, and in the ruins around them, he tore down the altars and the Asherah poles and crushed the idols to powder and cut to pieces all the incense altars throughout Israel. And then he went back to Jerusalem. In the 18th year of Josiah's reign to purify the land and the temple, he sent Shaphan, the son of Azaliah, and Messiah, the ruler of the city, with Joah, the son of Jehoaz, the recorder, to repair the temple of the Lord his God. <clears throat> Excuse me. They went to Hilkiah, the priest, and gave him money that had been brought into the temple of God, which the Levites, who were gatekeepers, had collected from the people of Manasseh, Ephraim, and the entire remnant of Israel, and from all the people of Judah and Benjamin and the inhabitants of Jerusalem. Then they entrusted it to men appointed to supervise the work on the Lord's temple. These men paid the workers who repaired and restored the temple. They also gave money to the carpenters and builders to purchase dressed stone and timber for joyce and beams for the buildings that the kings of Judah had allowed to fall into ruin. The workers labored faithfully over them to direct them were Jehath and Obadiah. Levites descended from Merari and Zechariah and Meshulam, descendants from Kohath. The Levites, all who were skilled in playing musical instruments, had charge of the laborers and supervised all the workers from job to job. Some of the Levites were secretaries, scribes, and gatekeepers. When they were bringing out the money that had been taken into the temple of the Lord, Hilkiah the priest found the book of the law of the Lord that had been given through Moses. Hilkiah said to Shaphan the secretary, I have found the book of the law in the temple of the Lord. He gave it to Shaphan. And then Shaphan took the book to the king and reported to him, your officials are doing everything that has been committed to them. They have paid out the money that was in the temple of the Lord, have entrusted it to the supervisors and workers. Then Shaphan, the secretary, informed the king, Hilkiah, the priest, has given me this book. And Shaphan read from it in the presence of the king. And when the king heard the words of the law, he tore his robes. He gave these orders to Hilkiah and Ahikam, the son of Shaphan, Abdan, the son of Micah, Siphan the secretary, and Asaiah, the king's attendant. Go and inquire of the Lord for me, for the remnant in Israel and Judah about what is written in this book that has been found. Great is the Lord's anger that is poured out on us because those who have gone before us have not kept the word of the book, uh, the word of the Lord. They have not acted in accordance with all that is written in this book. Hilkiah and those the king had sent him went to speak to the prophet Holdah, who is the wife of Shalma, the son of Tikath, the son of Hashra, keepers of the wardrobe. She lived in Jerusalem in the new quarter. She said to them, this is what the Lord, the God of Israel says. Tell the man who sent you to me, this is what the Lord says. I'm going to bring disaster on this place and its people. All the curses written in the book that has been read in the presence of all the kings of Judah, of the king of Judah, sorry, Because they have forsaken me and burned incense to other gods and aroused my anger by all that their hands have made, my anger will be poured out on this place and will not be quenched. Tell the king of Judah, who sent you to inquire of the Lord, this is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says concerning the words you heard. Because your heart was responsive and you humbled yourself before God when you heard what he spoke against this place and its people. And because you humbled yourself before me and tore your robes and wept in my presence, I have heard you declares the Lord. Now I will gather you to your ancestors and you will be buried in peace. Your eyes will not see all the disaster I am going to bring on this place and those who live there. So they took back so they took her answer back to the king. Then the king called together all the Isra- elders of Judah and Jerusalem. He went up to the temple of the Lord with the people of Judah, the inhabitants of Jerusalem, the priests and the levites, and all the people from the least to the greatest. He read in their hearing all the words of the book of the covenant, which had been found in the temple of the Lord. The king stood by his pillar and renewed the covenant, the covenant and the presence of the Lord to follow the Lord and to keep his commands, statutes and decrees with all his heart and all his soul, and to obey the words of the covenant written in this book. Then he had everyone in Jerusalem and Benjamin pledged themselves to it. The people of Jerusalem did this in accordance with the covenant of God, the God of their ancestors. Josiah removed all the testable idols from the territory belonging to their Israelites, and he had all who were present in Israel serve the Lord their God. As long as he lived, they did not fail to follow the Lord, the God of their ancestors. 35. Josiah celebrated the Passover to the Lord in Jerusalem, and the Passover lamb was slaughtered on the 14th day of the first month. He appointed the priests to do their duties and encouraged them in the service of the Lord the service of the Lord's temple. He said to the Levites who instructed all Israel and who had been consecrated to the Lord, put the sacred ark in the temple that Solomon, the son of King David had built. of Israel had built. It is not to be carried about on your shoulders. Now serve the Lord, your God and his people, Israel. Prepare yourselves by families and your divisions according to the instructions written by David, King of Israel and by his son, Solomon. Stand in the holy place with a group of Levites For each subdivision of the families of your fellow Israelites, the lay people, slaughter the Passover lambs, consecrate yourselves, prepare the lambs for your fellow Israelites, doing what the Lord commanded through Moses. Josiah provided for all the lay people who were there a total of 30,000 lambs and goats for the Passover offerings and also 3,000 cattle, all from the king's own possessions. His officials contributed voluntarily to the people and the priests and the Levites. Hilkiah, Zechariah, and Jehel, the officials in charge of God's temple, gave the priests 2,600 Passover offerings and 300 cattle. Also, Conaniah, Kon- along with Shemaiah and Nethaniel, his brothers, and Hashabiah and Jael and Josabad, the leaders of the Levites, provided 5,000 Passover offerings and 500 head of cattle for the Levites. The service was arranged and the priests stood in their palaces with the Levites and their divisions as the king had ordered. The Passover lambs were slaughtered and the priests splashed against the altar. The blood handed to them. While the Levites skinned the animals, they set aside the burnt offerings given to them to the subdivisions of the families of the people to offer to the Lord. As it is written in the book of Moses, they did the same with the cattle. They roasted the Passover animals over the fire as prescribed and boiled the holy offerings in pots, cauldrons, and pans and served them quickly to all the people. After this, they made preparations for themselves and for the priests because the priests, the descendants of Aaron's, were sacrificing the burnt offerings and the fast portions until nightfall. So the Levites made preparations for themselves and the Aaronic priests. The musicians, the descendants of Asaph, were in the places prescribed by David, Asaph, Heman, and Jeduthun, the king's seer, the gatekeepers at each gate did not need to leave their post because their fellow, Israel, their fellow Levites made the preparations for them. So at that time, the entire service of the Lord was carried out for the celebration of the Passover and the offering of burnt offerings on the altar of the Lord as King Josiah had ordered. The Israelites were present, celebrated, who were present, celebrated the Passover at the time and observed the festival of unleavened bread for seven days. The Passover had not been observed like this in Israel since the days of the prophet Samuel, and none of the kings of Israel had ever celebrated such a Passover as did Josiah with the priests and the Levites and all Judah and Israel who were there with the people of Jerusalem. This Passover was celebrated in the 18th year of Josiah's reign. After all this, when Josiah had set the temple in order, Necho, king of Egypt, went up to fight Carchemish on the Euphrates, and Josiah marched out to meet him in battle. But Necho sent messengers to him saying, What quarrel is there, king of Judah, between you and me? It is not you I am attacking at this time, but the house which I am at war with. God has told me to hurry, so stop opposing God who is with me, or he will destroy you. Josiah, however, would not turn away from him, but disguised himself to engage him in battle. He would not listen to what Necho had said at God's command, but went to fight him on the plains of Megiddo. Archers shot King Josiah, and he told his officers, take me away, I am badly wounded. So they took him out of his chariot, placed him on his other chariot, and brought him to Jerusalem, where he died. He was buried in the tombs of his ancestors and all Judah and Jerusalem mourned for him. Jeremiah composed laments for Josiah, and to this day all the male and female singers commemorate Josiah in the laments. These became a tradition in Israel and are written in the laments. The other events of Josiah's reign and his acts of devotion in accordance with what is written in the law of the Lord, all the events from beginning to end are written in the book of the kings of Israel and Judah. Hey. 36. And the people of the land took Jehoaz, the son of Josiah, and made him king in Jerusalem in place of his father. Jehoazah was 23 years old when he became king, and he reigned in Jerusalem three months. The king of Egypt dethroned him in Jerusalem and imposed on Judah a levy of a hundred talents of silver and a talent of gold. The king of Egypt made Elakim, the brother of Jehoaz, the king of Judah and Jerusalem, and charged Eliakim's name to Jehoiakim but Necho took Eliakim's brother Jehoaz and carried him off to Egypt Jehoiakim was 25 years old when he became the king and he reigned in Jerusalem 11 years he did evil in the eyes of the Lord his God Nebuchadnezzar the king of Babylon attacked him and bound him with bronze shackles to take him to Babylon Nebuchadnezzar also took to Babylon articles from the temple of the Lord and put them in his temple there The other events of Jehoiakim's reign, the detestable things that he did and all that was found against him are written in the book of the kings of Israel and Judah and Jehoiakim, his son, succeeded him as king. Jehoiakim was 18 when he became king and he reigned in Jerusalem three months and 10 days and he did evil in the eyes of the Lord. In the spring, King Nebuchadnezzar sent for him and brought him to Babylon together with the articles of value from the temple of the Lord. And he made Jehoiakim's uncle, Zedekiah, king over Judah and Jerusalem. Zedekiah was 21 years old when he became king, and he reigned in Jerusalem 11 years. He did evil in the eyes of the Lord his God and did not humble himself before Jeremiah the prophet. He spoke the word of the Lord. He also rebelled against King Nebuchadnezzar, who had made him take an oath in God's name. He became stiff-necked and hardened his heart and would not turn to the Lord, the God of Israel. Furthermore, all the leaders of the priests and the people became more and more unfaithful, following all the detestable practices of the nations and defiling the temple of the Lord, which he had consecrated in Jerusalem. The Lord, the God of their ancestors, sent word to them through his messengers again and again because he had pity on his people and on his dwelling place. But they mocked God's messengers, despised his words, and scoffed at his prophets until the wrath of the Lord was aroused against his people and there was no remedy. He brought up against them the king of the Babylonians who killed their young men with the sword in the sanctuary and did not spare young men or young women, the elderly or the infirm. God gave them all into the hands of Nebuchadnezzar. He carried to Babylon all the articles from the temple of God, both large and small and the treasures of the Lord's temple, and the treasures of the king and his officials. They set fire to God's temple and broke down the wall of Jerusalem. They burned all the palaces and destroyed everything of value there. He carried into exile to Babylon the remnant who escaped from the sword, and they became servants to him and his successors until the kingdom of Persia came to power. The land enjoyed its Sabbath rest all the time of its desolation it rested until the 70 years were completed in fulfillment of the word the Lord spoke by Jeremiah. In the first year of Cyrus, the king of Persia, in order to fulfill the word of the Lord spoken by Jeremiah, the Lord moved the heart of Cyrus, the king of Persia, to make a proclamation throughout his realm and and put into writing, this is what Cyrus, the king of Persia, says. The Lord, the God of heaven, has given me all the kingdoms of the earth, and he has appointed me to build a temple for him at Jerusalem in Judah. Any of his people among you may go up, and may the Lord their God be with them. That concludes our reading for the day. Thanks for taking a little bit of your day to listen to the word. We hope today's message really spoke to you. Remember, you can find more resources, connect with us, or sign up to get weekly readings on our website, studyhisword.com. Until next time. God bless you and may his light shine upon you.